This is the Revival Podcast. Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining me again. I heard this testimony the other day, and it totally made sense to me. Um, Before I get into it, I I did a podcast on free will. And, you know, I, I explained that there's two kinds of free will. There's the little picture free will, and then there's the big picture free will. The little picture free will just means um, you can do whatever you want, you know, but obviously it's going to have consequences. Your little choices like, what am I going to wear? What am I going to eat? Should I rob a bank? Should I not rob a bank? Just, I know that's a little extreme, but I'm just saying those are choices you could possibly make, and I'm not suggesting any of them. I just use that as an example. Anyhow, um... Then you have big picture free will, which is you can either choose to uh, let God be Lord of your life, let Jesus into your heart, or not, you know. And the reason why I bring this up is that um, I, I watch his testimony, and this lady was talking about a near-death experience, and she said she went up to heaven, and... Um, so anyways, she said she saw Jesus and that, and she said how Jesus showed her two paths, you know, and on one path she saw, she saw that, um, she was in the hospital and, and gonna die of, uh, liver failure. And then on the other path, She's help. She's like a social worker, and she's helping kids um, stay away from, you know, drugs and alcohol, and trying to support them and encourage them to go to sobriety. And I guess I should have said she went before she had this uh, near death experience. She was drunk, you know, and she was just a partier and that. And so a lot of times. You might think, well, those people are just crazy, whatever. It was just a bad trip, but like I said, the and but a one another thing that like drew me in to where I, you know, I I truly believe that she, um, truly believe that 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 happened to her. Not that I can prove it or not, but like she asked God or she asked Jesus when He's going to return, and. And that's why I mainly wanted to watch this testimony because the the caption was, I asked Jesus when he was going to return. And I thought she was going to give like a really crazy answer like she knew, you know. I was very skeptical. But anyways, when she asked Jesus that answer, he said, only the Father knows. And that's the truth. Nobody knows when Jesus is going to come back. It could be tomorrow. It could be... 40 more years, nobody nobody knows. So that's why I like kind of, I feel, like I said, I can't prove it, um, but I feel like that experience for her was real. And 
you know, sometimes I'm just like so glad that I didn't, you know, I don't have a lot of experiences, you know, and I, I've talked about other people's testimonies being better than mine because I, I'm pretty much a, a, a goody two shoes and I would like to keep it that way because I've just thought about it over, you know, time and it's like Jesus has protected me from so many things, you know. And all these people that have these, like, totally amazing testimonies, they had to deal with a lot of pain. And and it's like, you know what, I, I don't want to have a lot of pain just to have a good testimony, you know. I'm like, thank you, God, for letting me have my own cross to bear because I don't, I don't think I would deal with that too well. But um, the reason why I, I, I brought this up is like, you know, I, I I was struggling with, um, you know, just the thought of, is is there, or you know, is there, just predestination? Did God create people just to go to hell and just to go to heaven and and that? And it's just like I I was struggling with that, you know, and and it's just like so when that lady said God showed her or Jesus showed her two paths that, and then the thing is, is that made sense to me because God is all knowing. He knows what could happen if you choose him and he knows what happens if you don't choose him. You know, he just kind of lets it play out and that showed me that you know, um, we do have free will. We do have a choice whether if we want to choose him or not choose him. And honestly, I'm, you know, kind of glad that I saw that because like I said, if, if you feel like that everything's predestination, then, then what's the point, you know? And cause I was really just feeling like, and I don't want to discourage people, but for a while, I was just feeling like, what's the point of this if we are going to just, you know, he already knows what's going to happen anyways. There really isn't a choice. But at the end of the day, there is, you know, because like I said, like God answers questions and just through different people and videos or life experience, whatever. And I just, it really made sense to me. And I, and I just wanted to talk to people about that because it's like um, we have two paths in our life. And I, I like to look at it as you have these two parallel lines, right? You have the path less chosen and then the path, you know, of le- less resistance, you know. Or I don't know if I described that right, but you have the other path. The path less chosen is the path to Jesus, right? So, like, in this parallel line, I feel like Jesus is in the middle, you know? And he gives us off-ramps, you know? Like, if we're on the wrong path, he gives us off-ramps so that we can get on the, the right path. And I do believe that, unfortunately, works both ways, you know? But it's just that... Like, I've been talking about Jesus' mercy and how, like, we can't understand it fully. Um, It just, it made me realize, just like I said, I just keep thinking about that. He's just, like, so merciful. He just wants us to try. 
He knows our hearts. He knows what we can handle and what we can't handle. He just wants us to try. You know, we're not going to be perfect because if we were, Jesus wouldn't have had to come. So he wants us to strive to be perfect, though. If you're striving, it means you're not perfect, but you're you're trying. So I just am like, I just want to encourage people to, you know, try. You know, just try. Don't just say, I can't do it, I give up. But try to stay on that right path. And know, like, even when you're on the wrong path, God throws you lifelines in that. As long as you're trying, he knows your heart. You know, he knows it's hard to, you know, get back on track, but he'll he'll meet you where you're at. You know, he's like that, like I said, he's that median that, you know, is there with you each step of the way. He doesn't like all of our choices, obviously, but he's right there waiting to re- reach out to you and pull you back to the the road that you should be on if you accept Jesus, you know. And I guess, again, I just I just feel like, you know, there's two roads, you know. And, and um, it just makes sense to me because, again, um, God, God, like, as far as predestination goes, I don't feel like God really creates people to specifically go to hell or specifically go to heaven. He loves everybody just the same. He, he wants us, however, to choose him. He wants our hearts. You know, it's like myself, I, it's like I try to um, think about stuff too much and I make it so complicated when it's the easiest thing. All you got to do is, is ask Jesus into your heart and let him transform you and realize that you got to be patient with yourself because you're not going to do the right things all the time. And, you know, when God makes you a new creature, sometimes he doesn't take away those old habits. But the new creature creature that he makes us into wants to try, wants to, like, say, Lord, you know, I need your help and I love you. And, you know, you just got to continually try. It's not easy, but the reason why sometimes it, seems to be so difficult is because we overthink things sometimes. Well, I know I do. You know, like I was saying, that predestination or destination, I'm trying to figure it out, you know. I should, I said that wrong. Predestination or have, you know, there's just, or is it free will? And again, like when I, I saw that video, it just made me feel in my heart, well, you know, that makes total sense. God knows what's going to happen if you choose a life to live with him. And he knows what's going to happen if you choose not him, if you don't choose him. So again, I just encourage people to continue to pray and not give up. And don't do what I do and overthink everything because that makes it more complicated than it needs to be. It's simple. Jesus Christ died for our sins and he loves us. And he wants us to give him his heart, our hearts. And he wants us to trust him and he wants us to try. He knows we're not going to be perfect and he'll meet us where we're at. And we just got to be patient with ourselves and realize, hey, 
These things that we used to do are still going to be temptations. But now with Jesus, he gives us tools that we can deal with these temptations. And he might even take those temptations away. But uh, he's going to work it out in a way that glorifies him most. You know, some of these bad, obviously, circumstances we go through as humans, and if we can learn to turn that over to God, and, you know, like these testimonies, that's why some of them are so powerful because, you know, of what people have overcome through the grace of God. And again, I, I, I'm like the, you know, in the prodigal, sto- prodigal son story, I'm like the guy, the brother that doesn't leave the father. And and I'm try- I kind of say a little prayer like, thank you, Jesus, for letting me have all the things that you promised me right now. And, and please help me not to be jealous of those who will get those same things no matter when they turn back to you when I've been doing it the whole time, you know, because our point as Christians is we want. You know, we're supposed to love one another. We want each other to go to heaven. We want each other, or supposed to want each other, to have all the good things that God has in store for us. And sometimes our flesh, it, we are like, oh, that's not fair, that's not fair. But as Christians, again, we're supposed to want to help our brothers and sisters go to heaven with us. That's why we're here. Well, I just want to, like, you know, end in prayer and I just like really appreciate you guys. And again, I wish this was a community where it didn't, doesn't remind, remind, sorry, brain fart. It doesn't, I don't, I want us to be a community that we can, we can disagree, but we can totally agree that Jesus is King. He's Lord and Savior. And, He's the way to get to heaven, and we need to let him transform us on the way. And I don't care what the background is, as long as we can agree on that. Because once we get to heaven, um, we're going to become one body in Christ. I wish we could do it on earth, but there's just so many things that separate right now. And maybe we can be the ones who just love each other, you know, through the situation, you know, be able to put our pride aside and be able to pray with each other and just love each other and know, you know, try to sharpen each other, but be open with each other and pray to God for discernment. Again, um, if you're listening to my podcast, it's very important to me that you build that relationship with Jesus because guess what? I fail all the time. Everybody fails all the time. So if you don't have your own relationship with Jesus, if you're just banking on the fact of somebody inspires you, you know, and you look up to them, they're going to fail you. And then you might get off the Jesus train because you're like, well, if they failed, well, then this isn't this. There's no such thing. No, there is such thing. And just because people are broken doesn't mean God can't use them, you know, but you got to realize yourself that if you have your own personal relationship with God, if you repent and, and continue to grow in your own relationship with God, that's what he wants. 
you know, I watch this one testimony or like testimonials and they end with, who do you think Jesus is? And at the end of the day, yes, he is Lord and Savior. He is our King. He he is uh, God the Son. But he should be your friend, you know? He he's he's such a gentleman. He doesn't force you to believe in him. He he just wants you to choose him. You know, and he's not again, he doesn't force himself on you. He just willingly invites you, come follow me. And again, he knows if you follow him that you're going to have eternal life. And if you don't follow him, he knows that you're going to unfortunately go to hell. But anyways, let's pray together as a family. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us a stay, our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Jesus, thank you for letting us be able to get together this day, Lord. We just ask, Lord, that you would help people just draw close, closer to you each day and become like you a little bit more each day, Lord, and that we could set aside our pride, Lord, and just believe in Jesus together as one body and not all these own little different parse, parsips or whatever you call them. You know, Lord, you know what I'm saying. And But, you know, you wanted us to be one church, Lord. And so let us, Father God, be the ones who, who heal the church, who can agree to disagree and still... Lord, pray for discernment so that we don't mislead each other, Lord, but we can encourage each other to strengthen our relationship with you, Jesus. Thank you and praise you, Jesus. I just pray, Father God, um, if I don't get back on, you know, until after Christmas, Lord, I just pray, Lord, that each and every one of us would just find a special place in our heart this Christmas, Lord, and realize Christmas is about the birth of your son, our savior, our best friend, Lord, that you you came to earth to take away the sins of the world and that if we believed in you, we could have eternal life, Lord. And of course, Father God, I just pray for everybody's family that they just experience a, a just deeper closeness with each other, Lord, and that they would be able to have fun, Lord, and talking about myself too. And Father God, that you would just, again, make this a special Christmas, Lord, more so than ever, Lord, with all the bad stuff that is going on. Please just help all of us have the peace of Jesus this season, Lord. Jesus, we just thank you and we trust you in the holy name of Jesus. Alrighty, everybody, like I said, I don't... Unless I'm inspired to do something, which I might be, Christmas is like, uh, I don't know, four days away. But I just want to wish everybody a happy and merry Christmas. And, you know, I, I just hope everybody has just, just a super closeness with their family this year, different than any other time, because we really need that peace of Jesus. And God bless you, and thank you for listening to The Revival Podcast.